You're listening to The Invisible Blog. Second Thoughts, a review of Don't Think Twice. Mike Birbiglia makes movies rarely, and for me, at least, that's probably for the best. Each film, each special he makes has served as a life-changing opportunity, and, well, honestly, there's only so much of that one can take. Years ago, I was working as an usher at Monday Night Magic, this magic show in New York City, when it shared a theater with the first ever run of his one-man show, Sleepwalk With Me. We were setting up the theater once, placing garish yellow programs on folding chairs as we did tech. When we finished, the theater owner, much to Mike Birbiglia's horror, introduced Mike as a comedian who's doing a show here and promised us tickets if we asked Mike nicely. He looked terrified, but luckily for him, I was the only usher who was interested. I went the next night, and after the show, during which I spent a significant portion crying, with red, shiny eyes, I met him at the stage door. Obviously, he was taken aback, and he said, You okay? I'm going to be, I said. Yeah, man, you will. Six years ago, after my own breakup, I showed the couple I lived with the movie Sleepwalk With Me, and to this day, the male of the couple swears that that's what broke them up. How could it not? It is, to my knowledge, the only movie about the honest reason why most breakups happen. Not because he turns out not to be the Duke he's been masquerading as since Act One, not that she isn't, in fact, her long-dead sister, but because they don't love each other anymore, and it's nobody's fault. And now... Years after that, his brilliant little love letter to improv, Don't Think Twice. A charming, heartbreaking exploration of what it looks like to try to make it in a world that has almost never been exposed to the public. Now, I want to admit at the outset that it's possible the amount one can love Don't Think Twice may be in direct relationship to how much time one has spent around its subject matter. It's small nods to the New York comedy schools, UCB's ever-present line of chairs, the Pitt's collection of novels, the improv games, the team photos, the mumbled whisper of, I got your back before each show, imbue the film with authenticity and nostalgia, like a playlist of your favorite sad songs. And it helps that the movie holds up a near-perfect mirror to the world it reflects. Anyone who's ever visited a comedy improv club will recognize the cast of characters. Improv is filled with the spoiled, the desperate, the lucky, the unrecognized, and the tragically unaware. I myself have been all of the above at various points in my life. As little as two or three years ago, I think Don't Think Twice would have been a very different film experience for me. The movie is a trap in more than one way. During my own prerequisite five levels of improv classes and the subsequent failed audition, I think this movie might have been lost on me as a tragedy about failing at what you love, about finding your limitations, about deadly compromise. Like it or not, That's not a conclusion I can draw from it now. As I watched it, I found myself craving to identify with Mike Birbiglia's character, the frustrated genius failure, rather than Keegan-Michael Key's overwhelmed, in-over-his-head, lucky character Jack. But the brilliance of Birbiglia's movies is there's nowhere to hide from them. 
I've been grotesquely lucky as a comic, and I know it. Yet, interpreting Don't Think Twice as a morality tale about being careful what you wish for is, I think, a trap as well. Jack is happy. He loses a relationship he needed to lose, but largely, I think the only message we can take away from Don't Think Twice is that of acceptance of who and what we are, of learning to love what we do, not because of where we think it will get us, but because we love it. That's why Gillian Anderson's character, Sam, comes out the most whole in the film. What we interpret at the beginning of the film as her quote-unquote missed audition for SNL is, in fact, her recognition of what she wants to be and do and what that does and does not include. And unlike every other character in the movie, because Sam's dreams are to do what she loves and enjoy it, hers are the only dreams that hold. In her own words, in the third act of the film, she has fallen down the well, but she's okay. She likes what others consider her in need to be rescued from, and in accepting who she is, she's free. Don't Think Twice is a glorious movie. It's subtle, it's cruel, it's heartbreaking and heartening. It's miraculously reflective, as I've said, and honest. And I don't know what it'll mean to you. Maybe for you, the failed graphic artist or the hummus sample salesman will ring most true. Maybe in five years, it will take on an entirely different meaning for me. I can't even promise the movie's entirely well made. Some of the performances are broader than they should be. Comedians are not all great actors. Some of the moments fall to the cliche, but the soul of the piece is pure. I don't know what you will glean from Mike Birbiglia's lesser-known, beautiful little movie, but whatever you take away, I promise you this, it'll be true. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this review, please consider supporting me on Patreon. I've got some more video sketches coming up in June, as well as a patron-only conversation about my two-part series on being an artist with Thomas Smith of the series Inquiries Only podcast that I think is going to be totally awesome because Thomas is awesome. I'm just going to rely on him to be awesome there. And if you're already a patron, stay tuned after the music for a patron-only essay, Afterthoughts, The Curse of Improv.